boys how you doing lovely lovely good man how you guys yeah mm-hmm. uh you know what what's the weather like there what's going on nice like surprisingly nice yeah i think we had a nicer weekend here than you did by about 10 degrees because i had to just check for myself we did <laughs> uh, um so that was incredible um it's dark that i don't like it's really that dark. is it's it's dark but it's comfortable fall right now if, if you want to know why it looks like i'm in a cave it's because that's how dark it is outside we're, <laughs> we're struggling with light in the studio because it used to be natural light but then they changed the clocks because apparently people still care about farmers and here we are yeah and you know it's super rainy here it's rainy all week long like it's it's absolutely terrible and don't don't do that we have issues too all right listen listen we have problems too and it's raining here all week but the reason i'm bringing this up is because people talk about daylight savings a lot and how it affects them and daylight savings doesn't affect me it's the weather that comes after daylight savings because i feel like everything goes to shit once we get to daylight savings and I'm just counting down until March, whatever to get done with this. Does daylight savings bother you? Um, uh, you know what? It bothers me more now that I'm a parent, I think. Okay. Um, because like th- this is actually the first time going through, uh, the, the adjustment to the clocks changing with a kid who is, you know, my, my oldest is two and so she's like very much in the routine of going to sleep. And then once the clocks change, like we've had, we've had some, some ups and downs before that. I don't know that it really affected me all that much. Um, it was never nice. Like driving home from work, you leave work and it's already dark out. I never liked that, but uh, not, not too big of a deal. Yeah. I mean, we need to just get away with falling back. I think that's what a lot of people in states and stuff like that want, right? Just stay daylight savings time. But I guess it's just like, it just comes with the time, right? It's getting colder. Days are getting shorter. Just like used to, just like well, seasonal depression. You know, that's <laughs> right on schedule. <laughs> Nothing to be surprised by. But that's what bothers me the most is... um driving home and getting home from work and it feels like it's 8 30 uh and it's not even six o'clock that's what that's what bothers me the most is there's like the motivation goes down for anything goes down drastically <laughs> once the sun goes down <laughs> yeah that is true because a lot of because the kid thing i don't know the kid thing has never bothered us because our, I mean, my kids sleep a lot. They, they, they're insanely good sleepers. My doctor tells me I'm not supposed to tell people that, but they sleep really <laughs> well. So basically, they just get up an hour earlier, but like, I don't know, then they'll go back to it. So it's been fine. But yeah, I guess, but yeah, the weather. I just, I know that's a different thing because it has nothing to do with daylight savings. The weather has nothing to do with that. But to me, it does. And I think it just goes into why I hate fall and why I hate winter and why I only like one season. And that's, summer spring and mostly summer yeah yeah i think we're about to get a rude kick in the ass this weekend about like <laughs> hey you had your nice weekend last weekend oh have you enjoyed it that's what's coming 
So ask us next week. <laughs> It'd be a different <laughs> answer. <laughs> Welcome to the brunch breakdown. It's DD out here in Los Angeles. Chris and Dan are in Pittsburgh. Chris is in like a hostage bunker. It looks like <laughs> somebody's getting ready to put like a bag over your head. Yeah. <laughs> It's saying <laughs> you will God. do the podcast this week. It is <laughs> <laughs> looking funny, dude. Get a lamp. Come on. Lamp. I have one before you hopped on me and Dan were like, okay, is this lighting good? Is this lighting good? Is this lighting good? And this is <laughs> tough. Quite literally the best I could work out. So, um, it, it might be like this for the next few months, guys. So get used to it. Chris, Chris's cave. This will yeah. be recording studio. Number 12. <laughs> <laughs> Chris is the only person with a man cave that is actually a cave. There's no lights. <laughs> right. There's no TV. There's yeah. literally nothing in it. It's just yeah. him, a man is in that cave. <laughs> a man Nobody in a else. cave. Look at my man cave. <laughs> well, today on the show, we've got an awesome draft that we're going to do. We're going to draft smells. The top best and the worst smells of all time. Yeah. And I can't wait to hear what you guys have to say. The Powerball is at $2.3 billion. And uh, we're going to talk about that because it's at $2.3 freaking billion. And we all have a shot if we play. And music, beer, and we're going to do a lot of different things. Dan, let everybody know where they can find the Brunch Breakdown. Absolutely. I would love to. Where can you find it? Where can you find the Brunch Breakdown? Anywhere, people. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can find the Brunch Breakdown. Simply search Brunch Breakdown. New episodes come out every Wednesday. Make sure you're following or subscribing to whatever source you use so those episodes can come to you first thing Wednesday morning. Take them on the go whenever you're ready to listen. Full video episodes also available every Wednesday. Those appear on our YouTube page. Or our Facebook page, both at the same time premiering at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, and available on demand anytime you want to watch it on either of those channels. Of course, we're everywhere on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Triller, TikTok. Find us there, at Brunch Breakdown. Follow us, follow you back. Let's be friends. And of course, the sounds of brunch. We give you what we're listening to each and every week, so you will get last week, plus this week's jams, and a beautiful, beautiful sounds of brunch playlist that goes live, gets updated live on Spotify every Friday for your weekend jam session. So check it out. Love it. Well, let's get random topics off our chest. And Chris, it has been a minute. Get it off your chest, sir. Uh, Great. I will. Uh, thank you for the opportunity to go first here. Um, I was a little bummed that I missed last week's episode to talk about how uh, we could make the election season better because boy, oh boy, do I have some thoughts. But since we're <laughs> recording on election day itself, I just want to say that today, I'm not going to say it's the worst, but it's definitely up there in terms of top worst days to be on the internet. And uh, I can't wait till tomorrow. Tomorrow is one of the best days to watch television because there will be no more ads that make you want to throw your TV out the window. Um, I like, I, 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 I don't know what it's like in every state. Uh, and I'm not about to go into some political rant about the candidates here in Pennsylvania, but I would just tell you that boy, oh boy, uh, it's not great. Okay. Um, and I, I don't talk to a lot of people about politics, but like sometimes people bring it up to me and what else am I supposed to do? Okay. I'll listen to you. And all I've heard from people is like, this is not good. <laughs> this is not good. Whichever way you go. So it sucks 
the ads have been terrible. People online have been terrible. And like today in particular, we go through this every year where like you don't need to, if people were going to vote today, they're going to vote today. People are not going to see your post on Facebook and decide like, I guess I'll show up to the polls. You don't need to, I, I, I don't, I've just developed this unbelievable hate for people that post the picture with the sticker that says I voted and then some like passionate plea to tell you to vote too. Everybody's already made up their mind that they're who they're going to vote for, whether or not they're going to go show up and vote. You're just posting a picture online to like try and prove to people how good you are as a citizen in the United States of America. And I just don't give a shit. So I hate this. I hate everything. Um, I seriously considered just writing my dad in for every position that was available because he's the only person that I think is trustworthy. I hate everything about this and I can't wait until tomorrow when it's done. That's all. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, if Dr. Oz, dude, Dr. Oz is on your ballot, that's wild. But look wild. around the, have, look around have, the country. You get an extra bedroom, dude. Hope you get an extra bedroom, Dee. <laughs> Look around the country right now. Like that's that's weird, right? But like we just had a reality show star as our president. There yeah. are like sp- former athletes winning elections all over the United States because th- you swung a baseball bat really good, so you should run like a state or be in the Senate. Like the the criteria and the candidates are just mind boggling to me. I hate, I hate all of it. I hate all of it. I absolutely hate all of it. Voting for me, everybody's different. Voting for me this year, and I did vote, was one of the all-time like downtrodden, depressing experiences that I've ever had. I, I absolutely hate it. I, I hate it so much. <laughs> and the uh, worst thing might be that it's probably not going to be over tomorrow in a state like Pennsylvania. Yeah. It's probably going to drag you out till like Friday. So the ads might be over, but the coverage will be inflated nonstop. It's in a, in a world where we should be able to count things a lot quicker. Uh, somehow they managed to slow that process down. So what a week it's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to get this off my chest. I'm going to piggyback off of what Chris was saying. Um, uh, it's election day. So I should have said this last week, but I didn't realize it until this week. I work with a lot of younger people. I work with a lot of Gen Z and I didn't realize until recently just how bad social media has made them think of voting. And it's be- and it's all because of social media. It has made them just, just honestly want to like turn it away and be like, I don't need to vote. I don't care about this person. I don't care about these people. Everything is annoying. And I'm like, you know what? I get it. I We, we didn't really have social media taking over our lives until we were in our 20s, right? So like that's when everything kind of got that annoying to us. And honestly, it probably didn't get annoying politically until like 2014 or something like that, right? And when the great parent migration of social media happened, but like, I didn't realize this. And so I'm talking to these people. I'm like, Oh, did you guys vote? And they're like, yeah, I don't vote. I don't care about this person. Here's the thing guys, for anybody who's like, I don't want to vote. Forget the people who cares about the people. 
All right. It, some of the people you can care about, but if you don't care about the people, that's fine. There are so many other things on your ballot in your city and your state that you can care about. Abortion rights are on the ballot. You're telling me you don't want to vote for that? Like sports gambling is on the ballot here in California. And also in my in my part of Los Angeles where I live, on the ballot, it is literally yes or no. Do you want more funding going to music education? That is the reason why you have to go to the polls. Because for so many people who are like, oh, man, there's no shop in schools or there's no music in schools. It's because the people who went to the voting, who went to the polls were in their 60s and they don't have kids anymore. And they're like, I don't want my tax dollars going to this shit. So they write no. And then all of a sudden you're like, where where did it go? Why aren't they doing this in the schools? That's why. So, like, this is the reason you have to go vote. And I think we need to, as people become more aware that like there's an entire generation of people who don't want to vote because they were completely washed out from the whole Trump, Hillary, Trump, Biden, and all these other things that are going on with celebrities running in different states that they're not even in. And they're just sick of seeing it all. So like, I think people need to realize that like a whole generation is like, I don't want to vote at all when they can be completely changing their whole cities and their towns or their states by voting for stuff that has nothing to do with people. It's literally like, yo, hundreds of thousands of dollars or millions of dollars are going to this one thing. If you just say yes, and more people need to, I feel like, focus on that. Great point. Yeah, because you're right. Nobody that that you don't see the ads on TV for those for those things. No, right. And on social no. media, you don't see that stuff that ends up being probably the most important for some people. Like you said, regardless of people don't care about certain candidates one way or the other. But uh, just go fill that out. Okay, get that done. Did you know that there used to be like. Dan, did you, were you the one that told me this? There used to be like a salary cap, essentially, on how much you could spend for political ads. W were we yeah. talking about this at the tailgate? Like, yeah, we need were. to go. We need to go back to that because that's the problem. It's like when these campaigns have so much money that they can just pump into their advertising campaigns, they're going to hammer home like two to three messages over and over and over again. And then the stuff Didi just mentioned gets totally missed. Um, and I think we would all agree that any sport with a salary cap is better than baseball. So like, let's do that for politics. Yeah. Stra uh, a very avid listener of the program, Tyler Malone, uh, pointed out that citizens United, uh, a few years ago, kind of just like completely opened up the door to spending as much as you want, as much as you can and salary cap, bring back the salary cap. Everybody wins with a salary cap. The race for the mayor of Los Angeles, one of the candidates has spent $100 million on advertising. That is the mayor of the city of Los Angeles, not the president of the country, <laughs> the city of Los Angeles. That's not Malibu. That's not Calabasas. That's not any of the surrounding places. That's just here. It is the most frustrating thing in the world, like $100 million on the mayor of this here place like it's wild like wild wow wow well gentlemen i'm gonna take this in a completely other direction <laughs> please please the left the left turn of all left turns let's talk about sloppy joes okay <laughs> i'm serious i'm serious this is it's why time. i'm here this is why I'm here. This is why I rush out of my car and get here every day, every Tuesday to do the brunch breakdown. This is why. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's talk. It's time to reinvent the sloppy Joe. Okay. I get that the word sloppy 
is in the title. But that doesn't mean it just has to be so, right? It doesn't have to be sloppy. Gentlemen, I've discovered that the proper vessel for a sloppy joe is not the sandwich bun. It is a hot dog bun or a sub bun. That's the proper vessel for a sloppy joe. This way, you can still pile up the meat, but you don't have to risk it spilling out in literally every direction. You don't have to seal the perimeter when you're eating it on a hot dog bun or a sub bun. Just seal that back end and you're good to go. And you don't have to worry about this thing spilling out everywhere. Much easier and much less messy than a normal sandwich bun. Okay, because you see some people that really load that thing up and then all of a sudden it's just spilling out everywhere because it's a sloppy joke. But you do it on the hot dog bun. That's your vessel. Much less messy. Um, and just generally, I don't think we use hot dog buns or sub buns enough as it is aside from just hot dogs and sausages. I think we're overlooking this vessel for food and I'm starting the movement. It's time Sloppy Joe's belong on hot dog buns. So I don't like how you started this off, like stating it in a way that like almost like you did research on, like you did like some randomized controlled trial and determined that this is the one way to do. So I'm going to guess you just like tried it and just changed your mind. I was, we were having Sloppy Joe's on sandwich buns and I've, as a veteran of Sloppy Joe's, I know you, you can't overload it. You can't do it because of that, because of that issue. You're better off going like light to medium and just having like two or three rather than one big one that the half of it ends up on your plate. I saw my wife overloading hers up. I'm like, that's going to end up on the plate in your face. And so I'm like, this is way, are we wasting bread? What are we doing here? And they need to realize right then and there, there's a better way to do this. And it's just three feet down on the bread aisle. That's how I came to conclusion. This is the dumbest thing that's ever been on Get It Off My Chest. <laughs> it almost makes me want to end this segment altogether because you just, this is so dumb. It is Tell called me a why sloppy. I'm it is called a because sloppy joke. Sloppy? Well, where it do you think it got the name? They didn't name Joe. it first. They didn't name it that first. It is called a sloppy Joe because it comes out of the bun and it's sloppy. And then you eat it off your plate. It's sloppy. It's yeah, called a sloppy way. Joe. That's it. Because of that, though, it doesn't name it first. And they're like, oh, this is conveniently sloppy. Dan, if it didn't have that name, you wouldn't you wouldn't be so passionate. You, I'm about the. the I'm 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 gonna determine something right now, and having the sloppy Joe meat in a hot dog bun is called a sloppy Dan because this is a sloppy idea. I'm let's do it, change it, change it up, sloppy Dan, but it won't be sloppy. That's the point. Yeah, so it's just a Dan. It's just a Dan. It's just a Dan. It's <laughs> called agree, a sloppy it's Joe a because it's sloppy. That's why it's called a sloppy Joe. Because it it's have sloppy. To. Otherwise, it's a whole different thing. So what you're saying right there is like, you're like, I'm going to put it in a hot dog bun and I'm just going to be able to eat it and I'm not going to have to use any napkins or anything. It's not going to fall on my plate. It's not a sloppy Joe. It's not sloppy. It's just meat. 
in a hot dog bun. That's it. Yes. It's <laughs> much cleaner. Loose meat. It's much more appropriate. It's, it's loose meat in a hot dog bun. That's what the you want. it should be. It doesn't have to be sloppy. God. <laughs> it doesn't. Well, it doesn't. It was fun doing this segment, guys. Yeah, it was fun. Also, Shannon, such a more superior person than you. This is like the second time I've mentioned this. In well, that's a month. not a debate. That's not the. That's not the debate here. <laughs> never that's change, Shannon. Here. Never change. Yeah, like, you keep eating. You keep eating your sandwiches how you want to eat them. God, like, uh, you can't eat sloppy joes out in public. That's why they're not on menus because you look like an animal eating them. They're not on menus. Think about it. You put that thing in a hot dog bun. Okay, I can feel appropriate eating this at a restaurant because I'm not gonna be like, wow, 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 I'm just a sloppy. <laughs> Look at Sloppy Jane over there getting her dinner all over her, na- her her lap. Put that in a hot dog bun. Put it on menus. Put it, have it at picnics. Just saying. Just looking out for society. Put it on the ballot. I I, I, I didn't think. <laughs> Do I didn't... you vote to rename Sloppy Joe's as such? <laughs> See, that's the reason you go to the polls to write. Right. There's, there's more right, debate no. about sloppy the joes. <laughs> there's more debate about sloppy joes on this podcast than the actual politics. Oh. So, I feel like we're on brand. We're off to a good start. Exactly. Oh my god. We can we talk about? Let's. Can we talk about beer now or alcohol? Whatever. Anything. Would love just to get this off. Just my, my god, chest. Chris. What are yeah. you sipping on, sir? Uh, well, I have a beer from when we were at Sloppy Dan's bachelor party. Um, hey, this one is from. Charleston. I miss you. It's called uh, Like Tears in Rain. And when I think about Charleston um, and that I'm not there, I feel like I'm having some tears and just in, you know, like a rainy, cloudy, dreary day because I wish we could go back. But um, yes, it's delightful. That's what I'm having. Word. Oh, Edmonds Oast Brewing. By yeah. the way, is the brewery? Yeah, that was what I was gonna say. We're missing something right there. Okay, yeah. sweet. Well, guys, uh, not beer this week, but is alcohol. But I'm not drinking it because it's actual alcohol. But here's the thing, guys. I really, really like these like pre-mixed cocktails that people are doing a ton of right now. Where literally you just pour it in over ice, put your own shit in it, figure it out. Well, here's another one that I enjoy. On the rocks, jalapeno, pineapple, margarita, guys. This is fire. It is super good. And you would think, because I took a chance because it was on sale. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to give it a chance at the old BevMo. But, you know, and I was like, I don't know if it's going to be good. It's amazing. Super good. Put my own salt in there. Put my own little things in there. And then it is perfect. I love these things because they just like, I don't know, it makes it so easier, so much easier than like spending like, I don't know, 10 minutes trying to like make this drink or whatever when it's already there. So shouts to all the people who are making these ready-made cocktails. I love you. And that's what I'm not sipping on this week, but I will be sipping on later. I'm glad to hear that it's good because I feel like a margarita is so easy to just be lazy on. And mm-hmm. use like a margarita mix or whatever and just tastes like garbage. You got to use real stuff. So it makes me nervous when it's pre-mixed, but I'm glad to hear. I know you know what a good margarita tastes like. So this is this is encouraging for that community. Very good. 
Very good. And the thing is, they've been making these for years, but shitty. So, like, they're still the Jose Cuervo ones that you can buy, like, a huge tank of that are, like, gross. Yeah. But these ones are, like, actually in a bottle that makes you think, oh, someone actually took time and care with this. And uh, it's really good. On the rocks. Check it out. They're available everywhere. I love it. I love it. Uh, we got a heavy hitter here today, boys. We got a heavy hitter here today. Um, like really heavy. Eleven five. Oh my god! <laughs> Jesus, just realized Christ. that this it's, this is gonna be a seventy seven. It's all evening, Dan. It's Tuesday. It, <laughs> you know, clocks change. Election day. We we need to get eleven five. We need a little heavy here. <laughs> Why is everything five. so heavy? <laughs> um. So this is from Eleventh Hour Brewing Company. Uh, in Pittsburgh. This is the extreme deep field. It's a bourbon barrel aged breakfast stout because of course this is the brunch breakdown uh, aged on coffee, chocolate and dark cherry. And it is a beautiful, beautiful blend. They had, this is a series they do every once in a while and it's home run every time. Uh, Beautiful blend. Because you get a nice roastiness from the coffee, a little sweetness from that chocolate, and just the right amount of tart from that cherry, like real cherry, real legit stuff. And you need a brunch beer, the extreme deep field, 11th hour. They don't they don't mess around. They don't mess around. It's a beautiful thing, boys. I wish I want to see what that looks like. I want, uh, it's can, pretty dark I need a glass. That's what I'm I saying. Can't, I want, and, <laughs> and you know what? It's like I can't even show you that. Well, first of all, trying to show you the top would be a disaster all over this computer. But if you could see, the top of the can is black too. So, like looking into it, it's even kind of hard to hard to tell because the entire top of the can is black. But uh, a thick, dark. That's that's what I can. That's what I can tell you. Wow! Delicious. I, damn delicious. it! I'm re- I, I'm really up bummed that you don't have a uh, that you don't have a glass because I just want to see the proper... sludge that is going to come I out need... of that can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like maybe pouring oil out of a can, <laughs> basically. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, delicious. Oh, boys! Well, that's Bruce Day. Cheers! Cheers, fellas! Cheers! All right. Well, let's get into the main menu, gentlemen. The smells draft. Let's go. Let's go. How are we picking this? Um. Right. So we're going to be drafting in two different categories today. We're going to be drafting your top three good smells, and then I, I suppose your bottom three worst <laughs> smells. Um, and I think we should do, uh, do you guys want to go with good or bad first? What, what would you like to start off with? Bad. Bad? <laughs> He's ready bad. for bad. Let's All do right. bad. We'll start with bad first. I did a random order generator with our three names. The first pick in the draft, Steel City Dan. I have the second pick. Dee has pick number three and we can snake it again. Cool. So. All right. Dan, you are up with the number one pick in the Bad Smells Draft. Bad Smells Draft. This is so fascinating. This is going to go so many directions. Like, I don't even know where to begin. Like, coming up with this list earlier today was just, how disgusting do we really want to get? Um, 
I'm going to take Sulfur, number one overall pick, Sulfur. And it, it uh, if you know, you know Sulfur when you smell it, and it is rough. And I got a good, good whiff of it on our honeymoon when we went inside that volcano, and it's basically a sulfur mill. And it just constant and it smells if you know what if you don't know what sulfur smells like it smells like rotten eggs basically sulfur smells exactly like rotten eggs turned up and um i can't think of many worse smells on the planet than sulfur so sulfur number one overall pick worst smell right fair enough that's pick number one i have pick number two um and my first pick here is sweaty people um, oh, I love don't, it. I, mm. I, I don't, I do that. It makes me want to throw up just thinking about it. Um, and it could be in so many different situations, but like, I don't even like the way I smell when I start getting sweaty. So you damn sure better believe I don't want to be around a bunch of other people who are smelly, sweaty people. No, thank you. I like it. It's a good pick. Can't ever go wrong with that. Third pick, horse manure. Ooh. Third pick, horse manure. There is nothing worse than horse manure. And it hits you at times of joy a lot. Sporting events, <laughs> parades, all happy. Probably had a couple drinks. You're just living the life. Then all of a sudden, horse shit. That is 1,000% my third pick slash first pick of this did draft. you did you happen to see um smu the mustangs they have a actual live mustang that runs across the field a couple oh. of weeks ago the mustang ran across the field to lead the team onto the field and shat the entire way across the field <laughs> <laughs> and so they had these like student managers that had to go all over the field and oh. picking up this horse manure before they were actually able to start the football game Wow. I'd imagine that's DD's worst life scenario, probably. That is awful. That's 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 just oh my god. <laughs> uh, this next pick, uh, something we all can uh relate to, anyways. Don't know if this is your worst smell, but it's definitely number two on my list. Festival Portageon. Oh and I, and I don't care what kind of festival you go to, it could be your county fair, it can be any can be your little community days or it can be a music festival festival portageon worst worst smells that's also terrible. hits you in times of joy <laughs> and it's just like a complete mystery right and like even though you know you're walking into risky ground it's just it's usually never as bad as you're prepared for oh never yeah uh that's a good one i'll actually somewhat piggyback off of that pick for my second pick uh which is gonna be the diaper pail in our garage <laughs> uh, once a week we have to open this thing up to take out the trash guess who takes out the trash in this household it's your boy and i like have a system to avoid smelling it as much as i possibly can which involves a lot of breath holding and running um it is it is awful that's probably the worst part of my week so diaper pail in my garage could just be any diaper pail really but it's not good 
Mm. Mm. That's tough. What kind of diaper pail do you have? Couldn't tell you, but it doesn't work good enough. Is it like, does it have a big tank? Because the key uh, is the smaller ones. Because you have it, to rip the thing out every. Yeah. You have to rip the thing out like every couple days. You have to. Um, I don't know if ours would be considered big or not. It lasts the whole week, so maybe it is big. Mm, that's too big. That's too big. <laughs> that's too big. That's 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 too much. Nah, you need one that like put a couple, put like three diapers in there, and then you can't really put any more, and you got to rip it out, throw it in the garbage. Yeah, you can't. No. Yeah. It's too big. He's a rough man. He's a rough. <laughs> um, end of the second round. Last pick of the second round for me. I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with rotten meat and I'll explain it a little bit clearer. So as you both have diaper pails, we have something similar for whenever we cook with chicken or beef or pork or whatever it is. And the package it comes on in does not go in our normal trash because that some bitch will stink up the whole house for the entire week. And so it goes into its own pail. And then at the end of the week, you got to put that into the car and it is vomit worthy. It is close enough at times because it just sits there in 70 degree temperatures and just gets worse and worse. And this is just like the juices and like any leftover pieces. Maybe you cut off some of the fat off the chicken. So just all of that sitting simmering in its own filth. And then the summer it's really hot in that room. It gets worse. That smell. That's a hold your breath smell every Thursday night in the Kanab household. Tell you what. Anything that sits and simmers is not typically very mm. good. Not good. Not good. Unless you're having a nice soup or something, but that's, that's about <laughs> yeah. it. That's about it. Um, Ooh, I'm getting nauseous thinking about it. Last one for me, my third pick God. beginning of the third round. I'm going to go with target. <laughs> and I mean the department store. <laughs> For some reason, every target in the country smells the same way. And it's this combination of burning plastic, popcorn, and lead paint. And I I don't understand what it is. It's just so gross. It's so gross. And I I enjoy Target. But they like, maybe they do it to get you out of there because people just hang around in there all damn day. But that target smell, we got to do something about that. That's that's number three for me. I didn't see that one coming. That's yeah. That's I took off the board for you, didn't I? That's the most <laughs> unique for sure. Um, oh my god, that's pretty good. Uh, okay, my last one. I've got a few I'm debating here. Um, I think. I'm going to go with this one because I experience it more nowadays. Um, like s- the the smell of smoke when it's like into the fibers of your clothing. Ooh, like, like campfire, campfire smoke after you've left the campfire. Yes. Sitting around a fire pit or something like yeah. that. I, I have to shower after that and change my clothes because it just like 
it, that's a nauseating smell for me. I can't stand it. Yeah, that's a weird one because you're 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 enjoying it. It doesn't bother you when you're there and around the campfire, but when you're removed from that environment and you go like this and it's on your clothes, it's you can't even put those clothes in the hamper. They gotta because it's just gonna infect everything else. That's rough. <laughs> it's gonna sit and simmer. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. I've tied between two, but um, and maybe I'll have to use it because maybe you'll say that this one. But uh, cigarette smoke. Mm. Mm. cigarette smoke it is it is one of the worst things ever and it's mainly because you never have to experience it anymore like back in the day it was bad but like it was everywhere so like you just came home and you smelled like cigarette smoke you went to somebody's house they smelled like cigarette smoke now you don't really have that but like when you do smell it, when I am around it, it is the worst thing in the world. I can't, I just cannot do it. My eyes water. I feel like it never, ever gets out of my clothes. It's like you got to wash stuff like three times to get it out. Yep. But yep. cigarette smoke, man, that is just, ugh. It, it it gives me pain. Cigarette smoke. That one's bad. That one's yeah. really bad. Yeah. Well, whew. Worse smells. Uh, should we go through the top three one more time? Uh, sure. Who had the go first pick? It. Dan had the first Dan. pick. So what, what were your three? My three were sulfur, spoiled meat, and target. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> mine. My target's so funny. Mine are sweaty people, diaper pails, and smoke the smell of smoke in your clothes. Mine are horse manure, festival porta johns, and cigarettes. It's a solid list, boys. That is a yeah, solid list. That's tough. That's like we could SEO an article really well if we wrote like Oof. the top nine worst smells of all time. Oh yeah. oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, all right. Let's move on right, to let's go. the top three best smells i just redid the order again and so the number one pick is dd number two pick is dan i have the third pick so dd lead us off with your uh number one best smell best smell homemade pie mm. at your house amazing smells apple pie to be exact but honestly i feel like it's any pie even pies that i don't like smell incredible and get me out of bed. That's it. Homemade pie. Should have known. Pie guy would have gone oh. pie. Should have known. <laughs> yeah. Should have known. Cake doesn't um, smell. It's true. That's that's fair. That's fair. Um. Well, thanks for thanks for taking Mitch Trubisky with the first overall pick because coffee. Give it to me. Coffee all day. <laughs> Best smell on the planet. Coffee, baby. Let's go. Love it. Love it. Taking coffee. That's a good pick. That was on my list. Good pick. Good pick. Um, all right. My number one, my number one smell is when you open up the spice cabinet. Oh, mm. interesting. Mm. Interesting. 
it, you know how there's like some spices and seasonings that smell really good. Some that kind of hit you differently. You know, like, uh, I don't know about that, but then like for whatever reason, no matter what house you go into, when you open up the spice cabinet, there's something about that combination of smells. You don't want to smell it all the time, but when you got to reach in there and get one, you just get that one whiff of like every spice on earth. I find it delightful. A little potpourri of spice. That's, that's right. right. Okay. Wow. That is, okay. that's, that's an interesting deep, one. Right deep there. for a first round pick. I like it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. Now for number two, I'm actually worried that somebody might take this. So I think I'm going to have it for my number two. Um, the first moment of walking into a pizza place. Oh, damn you. Oh, that's right. good. That's good. You're right. Yeah. I have vivid memories of like walking into pizza hut as a kid and just being like this. Why don't they make candles of this? Because it's so damn good. So that's my number two pick. That's good. I had I like that. That was take. You're right. I was taking that. That was next. I like that, that was next one. for me. Ooh, reassess in the war room. Where are we going to go? <laughs> Pizza's off the board. Pizza's off the board. Um, ooh, boy. Uh, give me chocolate. Give me chocolate. Okay. There's just something about it. It just, it's a lovely, it's a lovely scent. It's a lovely smell. Chocolate, a lot of chocolate this time of year and all the baked goods. You're right, because you're like, cake doesn't smell, but chocolate cake, because chocolate chip cookies. That was just, yes, that's, that's what does it. That's what brings it home. So give me chocolate, number two. Um, This one might be a little controversial because some people don't like this smell, but I love this smell. The new car smell. Mm. Oh, interesting. Because I love that one, Didi. Katie hates it. it. Yeah, see, people hate it. People are like, no, the new car smell makes me sick. Like, people hate the new car smell. And I'm like, but I don't know. I don't know how many people hate it. I don't know if it's 50-50 or 60-40, whatever. But I love the new car smell so much. Same thing in this household. I have a new car. It has a new car smell. <laughs> I love it. Shannon hates it. I don't. I refuse to open the windows because I don't want it to escape. So <laughs> I'm with you. Good pick. <laughs> I am with you on that one. Um, and my last one here, oh man, this is dang it. I don't. Mm. And see, I hate to have it be this one because, but I have, to, but I'm gonna do it because it seems like the same thing. But the new shoe smell, mm. <laughs> I love that too. Like the new shoe smell. It's just a smell that you're just never going to get again. Once you put those on, because it's not like the new car smell. You can keep your windows up. Like you can right. drive around in your car for a while before the new car smell goes away. Like keeping the mats in and all that. But once you put your not new foot in a new <laughs> shoe, it's it's gone. It's gone. Yeah. And it's just something about that just new shoe smell when they hand it to you at whatever shoe store or something like that. Like it takes me back because... You know, when you're, you know, because I feel like most of us, we probably buy shoes not at the store. We get them come to our house, but the smell's still there. But it just, that smell when the guy at Foot Locker would just come out, bring you your shoes and just put it there and you just smell, oh God, the new shoe smell. 
Yeah. Last good pick. One. It's good. It's a good point too. Good point too. It's rare. It's a rarity. Um, I say this one for last because I knew it was no threat coming off the board for either of you two, but obviously if you're anybody that knows me well enough, you're going, why the hell hasn't Dan picked this yet? And yes, pumpkin spice, spice, give it to me. And again, this time of year, it's everywhere. It's in every candle. It's in everything. Pumpkin spice, the smell of the season. Let's go. I'm, I'm there. I'm there all there with it. That was a missed opportunity, Didi, for one of us to take it and then trade it. Oh, after the draft. yes. Ooh, I didn't even true. think of that. We should have yeah, done it just to do it. Not even yeah. to trade it. No, I'm just take, I'm just collecting it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a coffee and chocolate. Come on. <laughs> uh, that's uh should have seen that coming. Um, the last one I have is something I've been doing a lot of lately, which is smoked meats. The mm. smell of the smoker. And I'll tell you what, when we run the smoker at our house, we'll like set it up. And the other day it was running while we went for a walk. The whole neighborhood smelled like <laughs> mesquite chili lime chicken. It was unbelievable. So you're welcome to everybody that I live near. Uh, what a wonderful smell. That's my number three. I had that on the board. You're it's right. It is. It's It's phenomenal. It's a phenomenal pick. Yeah. That's a great smell. Meat is meat was on my list, but I I, I felt like going with with shoe, but meat was on my list. <laughs> so who All right, started there. Did you start around out? I started. Three. All right, yeah. top three: the pie smell, the homemade pie smell in your house, new car, and new shoes. Interesting. These are fascinating picks. I love this. I went. Uh, I kept it basic with the strongest: coffee, chocolate. Pumpkin spice. I mean, <laughs> put them all, all together. I'm done. Yep. And like That's fresh it. Ugg boots were number four. And <laughs> <laughs> right. Flannel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that brand new flannel. <laughs> right. <is> number four. <laughs> Dan, Dan just described every pumpkin patch um yeah <laughs> all right my three were the first whiff of the spice cabinet the first whiff of a pizza place and only then first. only first <laughs> yeah only the first you're gonna have too much of a good thing so just the first whiff yeah <laughs> nice job boys very nice. All right. Uh, before we get into music, guys, the Powerball is $2.3 billion, and we wouldn't be the brunch breakdown if we didn't talk about the one thing that everyone's talking about at any table they are at uh, today or tomorrow or whatever. Uh, the Powerball, guys. How much, how would you take your payment? Would you take the 30 installments annually? So once a year for 30 years, you would get $70 million. Okay. <laughs> Or would you take the lump sum payment of what will be really close to a billion dollars, if not exactly a billion dollars? Give me the annuity all day because I will just do some stupid things with that large amount of money <laughs> sitting in my bank account. Let's reduce the amount of taxes. Let's be smart about that. I Give me the life contract, 30 years. I'll, I'll make sure I stick around long enough for that. That's plenty of time for me, so... Yeah, annuity, annuity all day. I guess until a certain age where you go, nope, nope, give it to me now. I don't know what age <laughs> that is, 45, and you're like, mm, 
cutting it close. Don't be shortchanged. <laughs> so yeah, annuity, thirty year. Yeah, I'm all about the uh, the the Bobby Bonilla situation. So I'm with Dan. I want I want a little a little bit in air quotes every year. Yeah. You know, it's funny because it's because th- it's this a huge amount of money, right? But like, I just think about how I feel when I have like more money in my bank account than I'm supposed to have. For whatever reason, I have more money than I'm usually supposed to have in the account. And I just always think about like every time I spend something, what that number is. And I'm like, would I do that if I had a billion dollars in the bank account? Would it just give me all the anxiety? I would just think that like, oh, God, I went to Wendy's. It's going to be gone. Oh, God. Like, I bought this shirt. It's going to be gone. I bought concert tickets. It's going to be gone. And I just keep looking at my bank account, like losing my mind. Just like, oh, thank God. I still got $929 million left. We're good. Like, I just don't know. Like, yeah, I don't know. Also, it would. But then on the other hand, it would be fun to try really hard one year to blow $70 million. Knowing that on October 1st, you've got $70 million coming back. That's true. That's true. Just playing it out normal year. And then yeah. that date, you're like, you know what? <laughs> I got 70 million more coming tomorrow. <laughs> I could spend 69 million today. <laughs> so let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, uh, Didi, you're not keeping a secret from us. Are you that you're secretly the one California winner of the jackpot? No, I am not. No there was a has. delay in the announcement this morning, which stressed everybody out on the East Coast. Uh, and ultimately determined that one California winner came away with the magic, the magic uh, line of numbers there. So it's not you. No, it is not me. Um, if not it your were last me, breakdown. if it were me, I'm trying. Like, I guess it's a good question for everyone, for all of us. Before we get into music, would you? How? Who would you tell? Would you tell anyone? Because. No. I wouldn't tell a soul. I wouldn't stop doing what I'm doing. I wouldn't, I would live in the same house, but I would do a lot of things and not tell people. And they might think it's weird. Like, <laughs> like in whatever, how many years it would be in like 15 years, Chris and Katie are talking about my God, like Olivia wants to go to Harvard. And then I just cut the check. Like, I would just do very weird things. I would just do things that people would find to be very weird. I'd be like, here you go. It's done. I like that. I like that idea. I'm telling my lawyer, a lawyer and a financial planner. That's the other, the only people that know. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. What would you guys, would you guys tell, like, who would you tell? As few people as possible. Honestly, I would. I'd, I'd have to keep working at some in some capacity. Maybe I'm donating time and volunteering more like that, using my time better. But yeah, I don't want. I don't want people coming after me. I know how that. You, you see those stories. Those stories get pretty rough with people, and then they just start giving away money, and it's gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not. Uh... <laughs> if I had that much money, the last thing I would want would be strangers to know about it. So I would tell close family and friends and uh, I would pay them to keep it a secret and we would be all good. Those people. Yeah. Like the people who just take the picture with the check. It's like you got everybody's got cousins. Everybody's got relatives and friends and random people in your life. Like, why do you want them to know that? 
Yeah. Like, no, like I still want to be able to, I still want to go out to dinner with people and like, be like, mm, all right. So you had, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, but if you're the Powerball winner, you can't do that. Like it's, it's automatic. True. It's yours. No, I, I still want to be, I still want to be normal. Still want to <laughs> itemize that check. Like, mm, you got drinks. I didn't. So I need you to. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, what's the first thing you would buy? Uh, I would, I would probably just build the sickest home gym that any home has ever had. Like it would be 10 times better than the rocks. Like it would be unbelievable. Oh, That'd be a boy, fun that's phone a call to one. make. Yeah. Contractor, I, sir. I want I a gym better than the rocks. Yeah. You know what I would do? I would just buy like a warehouse and make it my own gym. And nobody would ever know what's in that warehouse except for me. Ooh. I like it. Hmm. I think I might my first thing might have to be a plane because I'm gonna be doing a lot of traveling. Yeah. I think that would be it. That was that was mine too, sort of. I would I wouldn't buy a plane. I would buy one of those plane services where I literally just had access to a jet, but it wasn't mine. There I just go. could call a number and be like, hey, have my jet at the Van Nuys airport waiting for me. I'll be there in five minutes. Where are we going? You choose. I'll let you know when we get there. <laughs> <laughs> just let me know. Yeah, just fill it up. All right. Be ready. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into music. What we're listening to. Chris, what are you listening to, man? Yeah, so uh, there's this dude on TikTok that I've seen like a million times and I've never actually listened to his music until recently. His name's Connor Price. Uh, he's a rapper and um, he had this very funny video with like two versions of himself doing a press conference talking about the song that he just released. And one of the people is like this dude playing a recorder and everybody's like, yo, you mean that stupid instrument that like everybody learned how to play in fourth grade? And then he gets like offended by that and then plays the song. The song actually has a recorder in it and it sounds like dope as hell. So I yeah. want to put it on the playlist this week because it's it's like the coolest thing. He like, I mean, he just did that. He took, he took an instrument that literally everybody knows how to play, but nobody thought to put it in a song and it sounds great. I love it. That's fun. I can't. I'm wow. very excited to hear it. You heard. You said recorder. Yeah. Now I have to hear this song. <laughs> oh. Dan, yeah. what up? Uh, first one up for me. Uh, Griffin and Matt Mason. You probably recognize the name Griffin, EDM artist. And Matt Mason is. He's been on, on the kind of alternative music scene for a couple of years now. And has, kind of has like a little bit of a grungier type of voice, kind of. Um, and they teamed up for some reason or another, and it didn't make any sense to me, but the song is called lose your love and it's just really good. It's really catchy. Uh, definitely in the, the, the Griffin wheelhouse with the kind of EDM style and Matt Mason's voice works really well with it. So lose your love Griffin and Matt Mason. All right. If you are looking for some fire kids music to listen to Dan, I know you're in the market for that. <laughs> Gracie's Corner is this popular YouTube channel, and this song is called The Phonics Song. It went viral from this teacher dancing to it in her class, and this song <laughs> is fire. <laughs> Goes to the ABCs in the best way possible. Gracie's Corner, Phonics Song, you're welcome. 
I'm gonna need that because we I'm do a lot of ABCs over telling here. Telling you. Oh, trust me. Oh, you will. This is yeah. Get ready. <laughs> uh, okay. My my second one is from a band uh, that we talk about semi frequently on this podcast. Goalkeeper. They. Uh, are a band that Dan and I have played with in the past. Pop punk trio, really cool guys, really good music. They put out their first full length album uh, a couple weeks ago. First one in over four years, I think. So it's called, I wish I met you sooner. Um, I honestly, they pre-released a few tracks. I don't remember which ones I've put on the playlist already. So I'll pick a new one and put it on there. But uh, I like supporting these guys because they're good dudes and they make good music. True. Very good dudes. Yeah. I'm glad to, uh, to see them keep, keep working, keep working hard. Those guys are great. Um, next one up for me is from Ash, uh, A S H E. You might remember the name, uh, moral of the story until forever falls apart. We're pretty popular within the past year or so. Uh, her new album came out a couple of weeks ago called Ray. Um, and I'm going to put on the song O M W, which is on my way. It's kind of like a funky jammy, vibe a little different from when you expect from her feels like it could have been like a big song from someone like billy joel or something like that kind of has this thematic feel to it um i can't put my finger on it but it's it's really really good really catchy so o m w from ash noise well drake and 21 savage put out an album called her loss it's okay and i really like <laughs> <laughs> it's okay it's fine um that's, that's accurate <laughs> but Rich Flex, which is the first song on the album, just jams. And I love that song. So Rich Flex, check it out. Nice. Uh, my last one is a strange name. Um, this band is from Munich and their name is Captain Asshole. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they are, with that name, very much fitting into a style of music you would probably expect uh they are a grungier type of almost like skater punk uh, they put out a new album called successfully not giving up uh and i'm gonna put the song dave lazuski on the playlist lots of weird for you boys captain asshole i'm captain. a fan i'm a fan already yeah. wow wow is there a v in there somewhere i hope that's, you know, that's <laughs> up my alley um, is one of the S's like a dollar sign or something? Yeah. <laughs> uh, last one for me is from my girl Sigrid. Uh, she put out a new song last week called Everyone Says They're Fine. And the song is more than fine. It's phenomenal. And I'm excited for <laughs> more new Sigrid music. She's fantastic. If you don't know her by now, check out some of her old stuff. This new stuff is great. Sigrid, everyone says they're fine. Uh, my girl Fig put out an album called Bud, and uh, the first song on the album is called Four Star Rated, and it is super, super good, and I love this whole, it's eight songs, so mm, album, EP, whatever. She calls it an album. I'm like, I don't know, it ends in like 25 minutes, so you be the judge on that. Anyways, it's super good, but Four Star Rated, check it out. And that is what we are listening to, boys. Well, guys, we've come to the end of the brunch breakdown any final thoughts um i feel like i learned more about you guys by learning about your smells i feel like yeah, i learned more yeah, about this... you guys 
too. This was eye opening episode here today. It was good to have good to have all you boys at the table. And uh, let's go, uh, Sloppy Nation, Sloppy Joe Nation, get out there, get on the, get on, get on board with me. Jesus. Let's go. It's the brunch breakdown. We're out. <laughs>